0: Welcome to The Podlight, the audio collaboration between Silicon Valley Synergy and San Jose Spotlight. I'm your host, Bob Stedler. We have a great show today. I'll be interviewing Derek Siever, the new CEO of the Silicon Valley organization. Thank you, Derek, for joining me this morning.
1: Thanks, Bob, for having me. I'm excited to be on. Well, first and foremost, well,
0: tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. So I I grew up. I'm not a native of of San Jose or Santa Clara County. I actually grew up in uh, in Western Ohio in a small community, uh, north of Dayton. But I came out to California uh, quite uh, quite a while back. Now I I moved to California in 2007, um, first to uh, to San Diego and then um, eventually up to the Santa Cruz Monterey area, and then have been in uh, in San Jose for about the past uh, eight to nine years, and, and love it here. Found a home here. Uh, professionally, I, I started as a um, uh, as an elected official uh, back in Ohio, uh, and then I went out and I started my own business where I actually ran political campaigns. Um, before I entered the government relations world, uh, first uh, at uh, in in private companies, and then ultimately uh, with uh, with the chamber, and then currently I'm I'm serving as chief of staff to uh, County Supervisor Susan Ellenberg for the next um, few weeks before my my new role starts at the SVO. So I've had a kind of a life in uh, in government, if you will. I, I I tend to describe it as like the four corners of government, as elected and lobbying. Um, government relations work and then working for an elected. And I, I guess whether fortunate or unfortunate, I've had the ability to, to be on in, uh, in all the corners. So I, I, I've spent a good deal of time in that world.
0: No, that, that sounds great and glad you came out to California. Me too. <laughs> Why did you apply for the position?
1: When the position came open, it was obviously under um, very, very rough circumstances for the organization. And, it, and it's not lost on me uh, or I think you know any number of folks in the organization, the, the, the damage that was done, not just... Last fall, but in the preceding years uh, before that. And so when the position came open, it was it was it was a position I was interested in, largely because I wanted to really be a part of the conversation around how the SVO, how the Chamber of Commerce rebuilds itself to its its level of relevancy and uh, and, and respect and trust in the community. And I know that's going to be a long process, but to directly answer your your question about my interest level, I, as I said, I, I chose to move to California. I love it here. Uh, And of the three locations I I have lived in this state, I I have found a very uh, great home here in San Jose in the Bay Area. Uh, And I'm also passionate about what the opportunities that the private sector uh, and business provide for for all people. I think uh, entrepreneurship is one of those great paths to opportunity and equity. And I think you know what what that that community does here in San Jose specifically, and in Santa Clara County, uh, is a is a really important thing to have at the table uh, and have it and have in a healthy way. So when the opportunity came about to potentially be someone who could be a leader in helping uh, that rebuilding uh, effort at the SVO in the chamber, uh, I was very interested in that, and and uh, was certainly honored and, and humbled when they chose me to do it.
0: No, I, I completely understand. And speaking of embattled and other. Words that have been used in the past year? You have a huge task ahead of you. What steps do you plan to take to create real change within the organization?
1: Sure. Absolutely. No, I, I think, you know, for starters, and, and this is, this is, and I'll, I'll go into to steps in a second, but I think for starters, at kind of a macro level, I think going in, we we have to recognize that the work to repair that trust and that confidence is not going to happen because of you know, news interviews or speeches or, or things that are going to happen in the first couple of weeks of, of, of the transition. Uh, it's really going to happen when the organization demonstrates that positive value to the community, both the business community and the community at large, consistently and over time. It's a it's a multi year process. Uh, you know, trust is, is rebuilt in that way. It's not going to be done be done quickly. Um, specifically, I, you know, I think three things uh, that 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 I really highlighted. Uh, during the the process internally for 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 the position was one, I think the SVO needs to to really lean heavily into its why, which for me is, again, as I said earlier, the, the idea that equity, that entrepreneurship and opportunity uh, is a path to equity, and it can be for everybody. And we're a support system for that. Um, but I think we need to lean into that why and be proud of it. But I also think we need to address the how of the organization. And by that, I mean, making sure that that why statement is broad enough That it includes all sectors of the business uh, world here that includes businesses of different shapes and sizes geographic locations i I think that's critical so really want to embrace what the organization has long stood for but 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 be very intentional about how we do do the how um secondly i think internally we need to build a very deep culture of inclusivity at the svo and and i don't think in, in my opinion that is something that you do again, because it's it's something that you also do as an organization where you're you're doing all of the stuff that you do and then you also do this thing. I think it really needs to be what you are as an organization. And and for me, what that means is the SVO has been around 135 years. It touches a lot of different parts of this community. Uh, and so I think one of the things that we have to be very intentional about is all those different things that it touches from membership outreach to, to its policy work, to the events that are put on, to the public relations and the communications they do, all of those pieces have to be seen through the lens of, is this being inclusive, both of the entire business community and the community at large. And so I think that's a, that's a piece by piece process uh, that we do. And then the, the third thing that I'm, I'm very committed to is, I, I wanna see the, the SVO and its team, its staff, really embrace this new post COVID world in a way that also keeps us up to speed. Now I was incredibly heartened over the last year plus now of watching our business community uh, of all sizes, Innovate and shape and, and 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 really come come into this new world where you had ten years of economic development scrunched into to, to barely one, uh, and that was an impressive thing to see. I think as a support system and as an advocacy organization on behalf of those businesses, we have to be just as much innovative as they have been, uh, and I think that requires um, leadership that really fosters a belief in experimenting and thinking outside the box and doing new things and not being afraid to fail every once in a while, uh, because I think that is how, how the organization ultimately will provide relevance for its members for many years to come.
0: You know, speaking of that deep history of, you know, 135, so years, is there any thought of changing the name of the organization away from the Silicon Valley organization back to the Chamber of Commerce?
1: Yes. Yeah, we are thinking about that. And that's a conversation that's going to be had, not just um, inside the organization, inside, you know, the board and membership level, but that's a conversation we really want to have with the community too. Uh, and what that looks like and how, how that conversation is going to take place. You know, I, I haven't, I've not gotten there yet, but I, I will tell you directly, yes, that is a conversation we're going to have. We want to have it with the community. You know, Bob, I've been, um, and, I, and I, you know, I was at the, the, the chamber when the name changed the last time, and I have been consistently uh, impressed by the amount of, of folks who have approached, not just me, but other members inside the SVO and the chamber about how much uh, the 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 brand of the chamber means to them, how much the brand of San Jose means to them. And we're going to absolutely take that to heart and have that community conversation. Uh, and so, yes, one of the things that I have definitely discussed with the board is reassessing the brand and the name as part of that.
0: No, I I think that's a definitely a decent idea. I remember when My days at redevelopment pat dando was the leader you know of the chamber and just the esteemed nature that they had and and i just uh, thought i'd throw that in there
1: yeah no i no i i appreciate that i mean one of the things that that i i was absolutely not um expected to see to be honest was um, because i'm certainly not a a chamber historian but but i you know I, i think i'm the going to be the 11th ceo um, in, in, at, at the chamber, at the San Jose Chamber, at the SVO, which means in 135 years, that is a lot of folks with a lot of longevity. So I think that you know that certainly speaks to where the organization has been in the past. And you talked about Pat, uh, who who I never had the pleasure of working with, but who obviously was a great leader. And so yeah, that is there. That is always that is always part of the story at the SVO. And I think when we talk about things like the name change, that's going to possibly be a centerpiece of the story. And I'm I'm looking forward to hearing it
0: yeah and i think another you know potential uphill battle you might face early on is you know about the selection and the process um so what is your elevator pitch to people of color that might not think you're the right choice for the position
1: well I, i think first and foremost again it's getting back to this idea that that the why of the svo is in my opinion always been strong i think that's the same elevator pitch no matter who the business leader is um, that that you're speaking to. And I think it, it, how you're making that pitch and when you're making that pitch goes to how broad you have made that why. Uh, and I think you, we have to be far more, far more intentional about about doing that. Um, again, here, here's what I here's what I would say. First of all, I think the organization needs to accept and own the the, the damage that was caused in the fall. And that is something that I'm very, very cognizant of. Um, you know, I think that's something the organization has and needs to apologize for and put that forward. But I think the way that that elevator pitch gets gets closed in the future is showing that that is not going to be the same Chamber of Commerce, the same SVO uh, that we have now. And again, I think that only happens in in a, in a good deal of time. What what I found interesting, even in the process for the um, uh, for for the job itself was when you're having these conversations with with business leaders, you know, particularly small and medium sized uh, business leaders, the the issues that unite those folks around why they got into business, about the struggles that they have in business, about some of the issues they're dealing with with the city, um, you know, right on down the line in their communities. What, what's uniting there is far greater uh, than than the alternative. And I think, again, that's why that that value statement of the SVO has always been a strong one. But there's absolutely no doubt, Bob, that in the past we have not done a good enough job of making that a broad-based statement, and we absolutely have to do that going forward.
0: No, absolutely, and I, I think that's you know part of the balance of the political nature and just the advocacy nature. Um, I think there's a there's going to be a more important need to support small and medium-sized businesses going forward in a post-pandemic world, and I think we we. Take for granted, you know, entrepreneurship and small businesses. And and I think that could be also something the SVO or the chamber could also re support. Yeah,
1: I completely agree. And I, and, and I, and not to dwell on that too much, but I, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I, I would say, you know, so much attention went in last year. To all the innovation that was taking place, you know, at, at Zoom and and at, at, at Google and other large tech companies, and obviously, you know, I, I think it's very safe to say we should be we should be rightly proud of that in the sense that I can't even imagine the world of 2020 without all that innovation in it, right? So we we should be rightly proud of that. But what what, what I have just been consistently impressed by, and a story that I want the SVO to tell, is you know, walking down the street here and I, and I live in Japantown here. So, you know, walking down the street and seeing a grocery store completely alter its sidescape so that it can have walk up groceries uh, in April of 2020, and keep itself open and serve people in a safe and healthy way, and in the restaurants that are going to to online food scanning menus to bring delivery food in that that wasn't there before. I mean, all of those what what are considered you know less publicity, little innovations are wonderful stories to tell, and it's also ways that we have to learn as the SVO, and and we're not we're not ahead of this right now. We have to learn how to support that in a policy world that oftentimes advances faster than government, certainly, and, and faster than interest groups. So we, we have a lot of catching up to do like the rest of the world and what happened in the last year. And I think the vast majority of those conversations are going to be with small and medium-sized business leaders and not with the large tech leaders. So again, we should be rightly proud of the work that they do. But I think most of those conversations are going on the other end of the spectrum.
0: No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I think that's a, that's a good thought process. Um, you know, I'd be remiss, and I have people asking this question quite often. Is you know, so as the new CEO of the SVO, will you guarantee that the SVO or related ancillary groups will make, not take part in the campaign efforts of the past?
1: So, I, I would guarantee this. The SVO's PAC has been um, uh, has been eliminated. It is my belief, and I, I will I will speak for myself and, and my belief as a leader of the organization that that the SVO that the chamber should not be in the candidate business. In San Jose, um, I believe there is a role for the SVO and the chamber to have a seat at the table on issues, uh, occasionally on ballot measures as they impact and relate to the to the business community, especially the small and medium business community. I don't think that role is in the the near future. I think that is a role that the SVO has got to talk about over the long term. But it is my belief, and I and I firmly believe it, that the SVO and the chamber should have partnerships with all members of government, uh, you know, state, local, and federal. Uh, and that we should not be in the political candidate business.
0: No, I I think that's what people are going to want to hear because I think it's the past you know fifteen plus years. There's been some ups and downs on and more more downs than ups, and and I have absolutely every belief that you know advocacy should happen and and have positions, and um, I do think you know there's an opportunity to create better balance between the business advocacy and you know worker advocacy and the community advocacy and I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing the next steps that you take yeah,
1: th- thank you for that about and, and, and not to put too fine a point on that but I but again I, I agree I think you know one of the things that I'm very passionate about is is that the business community needs a voice and I think that voice can be at the table but I think that voice can also go out to all elected officials. And we don't need this you know, dichotomy that we've divided by so, so long in this community. That voice can go out. We can have those conversations. We can have those partnerships. We're going to lead with our members. Um, and I, I just I don't see a role for candidate politics at that table.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what happened next. And thank you again for joining me this morning. This has been The Podlight, a collaboration between Silicon Valley Synergy and San Jose Spotlight. I'm Bob Stedler. We'll see you next week.